Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. Don't forget, I have two other podcasts out there, Pucks and Cups and From John to Justin, available on all podcast platforms. Today I'm speaking with Harrison Hood. You might know him from various things, including Some Assembly Required, but we're going to be talking about Stories of Kindness, a series he directed and produced, and it's hosted by bullying prevention advocate and Pink Shirt Day co-founder Travis Price. Stories of Kindness is an interview series that is focused on spreading kindness, connection, and storytelling through children. Inspiring youth from across Canada were selected to co-host the series, and they were paired with various people including Sarah Levy, Dylan Playfair, and more. So let's get right to my interview with Harrison. How have you been over the past year with with COVID and just the world, you know, (laughs) topsy-turvy? Yeah, it's pretty pretty wild, to say the least. Um, (laughs) It's weird because I didn't know what to do at the beginning a year ago today, a year ago today almost, I was like sitting in my place in Santa Monica waiting for my friend to move down. And then it was like, oh, it's going to be a lockdown. And he's like, I'm going to stay in Vancouver. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. And then it's like, this will probably be a few weeks and then move down. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, and then, it was a, and then it was another phone call like, hey, maybe I'll move back to Vancouver real quick. (laughs) Um, We'll see what happens. There's not going to be any auditions or anything. And if there is, it'll all be at home for the foreseeable future, at least the summer kind of thing. Yeah. And now here we are a year later. (laughs) And I was like, well, I I had nothing going on for like a while. And then it was um, Andy from the WITS program that contacted me and said hey do you want to produce this kids show it's remote it's like you know it's to share stories of kindness for kids to have Mm. something to do while they're stuck at home and I was like I'm also stuck at home so yes (laughs) (laughs) I would love to do that because if I'm feeling this way I'm sure kids are too and that Mm -hmm. sounds great so it was a very easy thing to say yes to and and that's kind of been my year. I mean, I started doing this in September and, and putting it together because Andy came to me with just a, uh, an idea. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, let's develop this into a full web series and book guests and write the episodes and, and get as many kids involved as possible, because that's what the show for me is about. Like, it's just about mm-hmm. giving kids an opportunity or giving kids something to do and something to, you know, keep, keep them busy right now. Right. Absolutely. Uh, can you tell me a bit about what is uh, the WITS Foundation program? So the WITS Programs Foundation is like a, it's a foundation, the charity foundation, and they've been around for, uh, they've been around for a while. I, and I found out they're in 1300 plus schools. I accidentally said 200 plus, but it's <laughs> like 1300 plus schools across Canada. Um, so it's an anti-bullying program, which is like an acronym, walk away, ignore, talk about it, seek help. And it's, it's, I grew up with it in my elementary school and 
yeah, they just do a lot of anti-bullying stuff. They work with Pink Shirt Day and they have a lot of different programs and foundations and they're in, you know, a lot of school districts, French and English schools. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the WITS programs. Uh, how important is it to, uh, to address bullying? Because uh, we've kind of changed how we address it. When I went to school, it was more or less part of growing up, but we're taking more of a proactive approach with it. So how important is it to, to do have things like this to say that bullying isn't, isn't okay? Yeah, I think it's always important to spread awareness of anti-bullying and, and get the word out there. I don't think, like you were saying, when you were a kid, like it was treated differently. And I think that's... Mm-hmm always evolving and changing. I mean, WITS has been around for a long time now, since I was in elementary school, and I'm 25 now, and they're still around and they're bigger than ever. So they're always evolving as well, how we deal mm-hmm. with, with bullies and how bullying happens has also changed. I mean, now it's online, right? Yeah. So we have to adjust, we have to adapt, and we have to change like, hey, like, saying these things online is not okay just like it wouldn't be okay to say in real life or Mm -hmm. leaving nasty comments isn't okay but also how you deal with that is very different than how you would deal with something in real life maybe right so i think online the the big one for me and what we've talked about we have an episode about cyberbullying um and video games online and stuff with this uh twitch gamer chelsea she's awesome but the one thing we talked about was just ignoring comments and like that's a part of the wits program that's been a part of wits for since the beginning right it's that's the ignore part of wits and it's like well that still applies today with online bullying it's like you can just ignore those comments and try like not let it affect you and just find you know and also finding a community online that supports you or finding friends online that are supportive and and friendly right mm-hmm. Um, now, tell me a bit about Stories of Kindness. You've got some really great names in it. Uh, you know, what, what, what is, how, is it, uh, how is it structured, I guess? Yeah, so the series was kind of inspired by John Krasinski's Some Good News, which he started during, um, which he started during like lockdowns and isolation and stuff. And basically the premise is to just share kindness and share good positivity in the world and hopefully create a domino effect of kindness and just showing to kids, but also showing to anybody who watches the show, how kindness, how far kindness can go, how even a small act of kindness can become a very large act of kindness, right? We have pink shirt day, Travis price involved. And, and that was just a small act of kindness. And now it's a huge international, internationally recognizable anti-bullying like movement, so just things showing like, hey, like these small things have a large impact. And also the the big thing for the show for me was like, let's um, let's just give kids an opportunity to talk to somebody maybe they wouldn't ever talk to or that they wouldn't be talking to right now. They're at home. They're they're not with their friends or they can't see their some of their family. And and they're like they need somebody to talk to. They want something to learn or they want to be motivated or inspired. And and so I think that's the big part of the show that we accomplish in every episode is just connecting kids with, with either a mentor or like somebody they can interview and, and just kind of letting them have full reign of it and be creative and like just having something to do. Um, so every episode is we have a co-host and we have video submissions that are all from kids. And then we have, and then we pair them, the co-host up with um, a celebrity guest. So 
one of my favorite things to talk about is um, uh, Scotia Browner and Manny Arsenault. We have this like 15 year old dancer and a CF, a ex CFL football player <laughs> for the BC Lions, and it's just like the funniest thing. And I was like, I'm gonna just pair them up and see what happens. And I tell I tell Scotia, hey, you're gonna interview Manny. He's like this football star, and Manny has no idea who's gonna interview him. But then it there became this amazing conversation where they're comparing dance to football, which maybe I should have seen coming, but mm-hmm. it happened, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, just how they started talking about the training of a dancer and the training of a football player and how, you know, Manny's such an inspiring person and just listening to him speak about how he could help people when he was given the opportunity to, to coach or to run a basketball camp um, is just incredible. And, and I'm sure Scotia could take that into her own life and, you know, be able to teach dance one day or, or, Mm -hmm. or be motivated to dance and, and put in that the same amount of training that a football player does or whatever that is. Right. It's like, there's, it was just such a cool thing, like conversation. I'm like, when would Scotia like ever talk to a football player, especially right now, like in, you know, in lockdown. So I think that was really mm-hmm. cool. And like, I'm sure they both learned something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of touched on it, but how important is it to have something like this, especially during COVID? Uh, not, not like, obviously bullying is very important. Uh, we have to deal with mm-hmm. that. But during COVID and feeling that isolation and everything, having something like this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's why this this show is created. We got funding from the Vancouver Foundation. So we're really appreciative of that. Um, it was a COVID relief fund that they had for, for various um, like youth campaigns, I, I believe. And, and this was one of the ones that they picked. And yeah, I just think it's incredibly important to have this right now. I mean, even, my, even for myself, I was, I was getting bored. Like I'm mm-hmm. sitting at home and I'm like, there's only so many... <laughs> I mean, I, I tried my best to like, you know, I'm FaceTiming friends every day and like try cooking a new recipe or whatever it is. Like, <laughs> so whatever it is, like those things really help though. Like, like, but you know, six months in, it's like having this show is awesome. Cause you know, these kids are, are getting bored, right? There's, there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do. So having a show like this, where they can put in some creative energy and get something out of it, I think it was super super awesome and and we're still going with it because it's like well now now the episodes are releasing and they can talk about that and they can talk to their friends about it or show their family and friends and be like look at this thing i did even though i was stuck at home like all year last year whatever it is and i think that's awesome and i think that's really important right now more than ever to have um and also even going forward in the future i think stories of kindness should continue and could continue as a show i think there's no COVID isn't the only reason that kindness like should exist or can exist, right? Like, like, like I think we can always afford to be nice to other people and, and share kindness, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Um, now you have some pretty big name people like Sarah Levy, uh, Dylan Playfair. Um, is everybody kind of very, very receptive to being on the show and, and working with uh, the kids that you have on? Yeah. And we never had any issues with anybody. I mean, it's like I said, like when I was approached to do the show, I'm sure this was the same for, for many of them. It's like, how do you really <laughs> say no to doing a kid's show about <laughs> kindness during a global pandemic where everyone has like is stuck at home and like has the time to do it? <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of worked in our favor to like book some awesome people on the show. And a couple of them were friends and or friends of friends. So that made it easy as well. And um, yeah, it's just I mean, it was everyone was super receptive to the show. and. And we're, you know, they were happy to talk to 
to kids right now. Right. And, and help mm. or, and motivate and hopefully inspire or whatever it is. Right. Um, what do you hope that children, but also adults get out of maybe watching this? Because obviously adults deal with bullying in different ways, whether it's workplace and things like that. So what do you hope that a wide variety of people get from, from watching this, uh, during COVID and, and after? Well, I'm really glad that you brought that up. Cause the one thing I've also been saying is, Hey, this isn't just for kids. Cause I think parents or adults or anybody can appreciate this show and watch it and learn something and, and also just afford to everyone can take the time to just try to be more kind. Cause I think sometimes as adults, we forget to be kind just in our daily lives. We get busy with work or, you know, we lack sleep one day and we're mm-hmm. a little stressed out or, or whatever it is, or our parents are stressed out with their kids. Like they're super busy. Right. So I think just taking a deep breath for a second and hopefully the show can help people just stop take a deep breath, watch the show and go, Oh yeah. Like I can, these are small things that I can do that really make a difference for my kids or make a difference for, you know, my family or just the people in my community or the people around me and just spreading kindness throughout the world and just how that affects everybody and can really make a difference. Like it sounds so, it just sounds so cheesy and dumb, <laughs> but it really is true. It's like just mm-hmm. being kind to one person or it can really help and make a difference. Um, during your daily routine. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I do hope that, um, you know, parents or, or adults watch this and I think they can take away the same thing that kids can take away from it. Honestly, I really believe that. And then, uh, if people want to find it, if they want to, uh, watch, where do they go? Uh, and how do they, how do they find it online? Yeah, we'll have episodes every Saturday at storiesofkindness.ca and they're going to be posted on our stories of kindness, YouTube channel, but also, post it on our website for viewing and it's all free to watch because kindness is free if you enjoyed that interview please leave a rating and review if you like you can reach me through email at craig at you can also visit my website where you'll find hundreds of articles on canada's history as well as all my podcast episodes just go to canadaehx.com and don't forget you can support the podcast through patreon there are multiple tiers to choose from all with great benefits you can support the podcast for as little as three dollars a month just like all of these wonderful patrons have, and I apologize if I mispronounce any names. Deborah Carlson, Francis Helbling, Randy McCallum, Diane Wade, Laurie-Ann Kirby, Gary Dolovich, Nick Zinri, Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Shove, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, Catherine Roa, Luke S., J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. If you want, you can find me on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash CanadianHistoryX. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D. And you can find me on Instagram. Just go to Bairdo37. Thanks. We'll see you again next time.